Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here bringing you a special edition of Fightful Books It. I had originally planned on doing one on an Enzo and Cass uh, tag run, breakup, and singles run. But events over the last few weeks unfolded and the kind of notes and stuff I had done, the preparation I had done, kind of rendered it pointless. So instead, I took a special suggestion from someone on our forums who said, uh, what kind of production changes would you make? Now, I've, I've done a little bit of – I went to school a little bit for production. What, what a lot of schools are doing now, if you go for like creative writing or journalism, uh, really a lot of different things, they are instead switching to convergent media. And why, uh, wisely so, because very rarely if you're a writer like me, do you just do that. You have to uh, help produce a segment, film a segment, edit a segment, uh, be the on-screen talent. You have to do a lot of different things. You have to set up shots. There, there's a lot that goes into this because the days of just being a newspaper writer are, are kind of gone. So I think that will also affect the WWE in the future. A lot of people who are getting onto the creative team, a lot of people who are working backstage are going to have several of those elements of production in their background. Right now, it doesn't seem like many of them do. There are a lot of things that WWE tries to do to stand out. And I think it actually, it it hurts the experience. It hurts the process. And overall it makes it less enjoyable sometimes. So I'm going to like address some of the, maybe the snafus, things I would change, not necessarily things I would add, uh, although maybe I will address some of those. When commentary is the first place that, that you start, you're seeing a lot of companies try to move away from the, the corporate shill type of situation. WWE is in that weird position where it doesn't really have a number two competitor and it's not really a sport, but it's not necessarily full on entertainment either. It is sports entertainment. It is right in between. So they, they have to push their product. They have to push what's coming up next and they have to, they, they essentially control their own destiny to a degree. You got to cut the nicknames out, not not like completely out, but it's something that we we talk about on the list in your boy every Wednesday. We have a count of stupid nicknames that the WWE does, where 
They refer to Neville as the king of the cruiserweights 10 to 15 times in one match. That's not necessary. Once or twice, the fans get it. You, you don't have to assume that you're going after the lowest common denominator because, and even if you are, eventually that lowest common denominator kind of comes up and th- there's nothing wrong with that. There's also a lot on commentary that is being taught that, that should probably change. Not calling moves. Yeah, Tom Phillips is the most egregious of calling moves as ooh and oh and things like that. That's one of the first things you're taught in broadcast school to not do. But almost like like the way that WWE retrains their wrestlers, they also retrain their broadcasters too. Because I'm pretty sure that if Tom Phillips had his way, he would not be calling moves like that. He would probably be more along the Mauro Ranallo, uh, Jim Ross line of thinking. Jim Ross is the best case scenario because if he were to do that, you would know that it was impactful. You would know that it meant something. You would know that the move garnered that type of reaction for a reason. However, whenever when things from a hip toss all the way up to a finish get called the same way, it kind of it takes away a little bit, I think. It makes every other move seem less impactful if you're reacting to every move in the same same way. Also on commentary thing that that really affects the viewing experience. Stop trying to convince people that things are cool. Like fandangoing was cool briefly. But when WWE realized that it was catching on, they tried to like have JBL go on there and say, ha ha, they're all dancing and they're having fun. Well, that immediately makes me never want to do anything like that again. And I'm sure that was the case for, for, for many viewers as well. Same with Michael Cole. Like they, they have embraced the post-WrestleMania crowd, but they've almost made it like not cool to be that post-WrestleMania crowd because they, they, they take control of it a little too much. They want to control something that they can't control, but then they want you to still think that they can control it. A, a little weird. Interviews. There, there are a couple things on interviews that drive me nuts. Every single promo from certain people, we've seen a lot with Jinder Mahal lately, turns into a you people or all you people type of thing. It's really cheap. The Miz does it a lot, but he, he's learned to perfect it in a way. There, there's more creative, better ways to approach situations as a heel than just the all you people make me sick type of thing. Some people are just assholes. There's nothing wrong with that. But you don't have to have that be addressed every single time. And I also tweeted uh, this week, if there's one thing I hate more than that in every promo, it's the opening with my name is. Paul Heyman has kind of made it his go-to, but it's something that was taught decade, or over a decade ago in OBW at their training facility. And I think it's still was still at least uh, – taught up until a couple of years ago, at least from people that I spoke to there. And uh, maybe to a degree in NXT as well, but it's what they use to introduce all the ECW characters when WWE took hold of it. And it became like a go-to for a lot of people, like just just to simply say, my name is to the where you the point where you see it on a lot of like low-level indie things because they have learned that that's the way to go about it. I think it's really lazy. It's It's a way to... Just say your name, say your gimmick, and then that's how people remember you. And remember, people remembering you is okay, but it's, it's the goal. But people remembering you as just another single file person in that line, I don't, I don't know if that's the, 
the right way to go. There are also some elements of production from, from a camera perspective that are a little unusual. At times, WWE can be really innovative. I remember when they had NXT start off and they had like this, this, this wired camera that would slide over the ring. And it looked really cool. It looked really different. They kind of abandoned that. They've stuck with the same couple of camera angles for a long time. And that's understandable with the hard camera and uh, their cameras around ringside. But it's been a very Kevin Dunn thing to do lately. Well, not lately, over the past four and a half years especially. Really, I noticed it when the Shield came in. The Zooms. Now, sometimes you'll see a guy like Hideo Itami, and you can tell compared to his Japanese run, he softballs it a little bit because he has to. He's working a lot more. He's working a lot more frequently. The style's a little bit different. But as a way to cover that up, they use these camera zooms, and you completely miss the impact. So perhaps there's a big move that does look really impressive. We miss out on it because the camera zooms in so much. And we used to have the shaky camera when the shield was was around. From like a, a logic standpoint, that wouldn't make sense. If you're in ML- This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. LB and somebody is filming, and during every time, every time the ball gets hit, someone zoomed in on the bat, or the camera shook every time a ground ball went to the shortstop. The cameraman's getting fired. That wouldn't make a lot of sense in that regard. Another that is tiptoeing the line is wrestlers who have to pretend that a camera isn't there. The camera's obviously there. We all see how big the cameras are. That that's that's rough on a character to try to portray them as being street smart in one scene, then trying to portray them as if they can't know that a camera is facing them in the next. Kind of takes you out of it a little bit. Uh, Lucha Underground found a way ab- around that by just simply being a show about wrestling. Like they, the camera doesn't exist in Lucha Underground except for when you are out in that arena. That's it. Anything backstage is cinematic, and we are to assume there is no cameraman there. WWE can't take that route because they like the, the, the reality show aspect of it. They like the, the sports entertainment aspect of it. They want to be that, that in-between. They don't want to be all the way sport, and they don't want to be all the way entertainment. And that, that's fine because that's, that is their area, and that's what they excel in. The front-facing pin is something that drives me nuts. Uh, we've seen Nia Jax like, run in a complete circle around her opponent. That way she can face the hard camera while she pins somebody. That's really unnecessary. You have two or three other cameramen ringside 
just for that. Like, I can't remember. There were like really cool things like, like Rob Van Dam in 1997 would pin Jeff Hardy actually in, in, in a squash match. And he would put his hand on his, uh, or put his cheek on his hand and look at the outside cameraman. And you can't get that anymore. You can't get that type of up close look anymore because all the pins take place like towards the hard camera because they want the hard camera to get it. I think that that should be changed. It kind of ruins the element of surprise a little bit, I think, because you see it coming. And that's that's not something you want in a in a sports entertainment atmosphere. You want it to be as unpredictable as possible. From an inter, from a, an interview standpoint, I forgot to go over this one. Reasking the question that was just posed to you. This is one that they write really, really bad for Nia Jax and Baron Corbin. Say Charlie Caruso is backstage, and she says, Baron Corbin, how do you feel about Sami Zayn picking up the win over you? And Baron Corbin will, without fail, go, how do I feel? Or Renee Young will ask Nia Jax, Nia Jax, what do you think about Bailey getting the number one contender spot? And Nia Jax will go, what do I think? That's it's again, it's it's an element of lazy writing, which as I film this, it's June 28, 2017. I've I've actually rather enjoyed the outside of the ring aspects of WWE over the past couple of weeks, particularly. But this is in this is specifically just elements of production I would I would uh, make adjustments to. Final thing is talent throwing to video packages. And lately it's been still images even where Wrestlers have to throw to those. That is so unnatural and awkward. Um, really, there, there's a lot about the WWE promo process that is kind of awkward. That's another thing I'll, I'll, I'll address before before I go. But having a Dean Ambrose out in the ring saying, yeah, remember what Seth Rollins did to me last week? Take a look at the Titantron. That's very awkward. It's very lame. It's very odd. It's... Awkward is really the best term I can use. Like, you just adjust that, find a, a different way to do it. You can do it while they're coming out to the ring. You can just show that video up on the Titantron as they're coming to the ring. They do that on occasion. They don't always do that. But unless it really, really, really fits, then I, I would stay away from it. Another thing is interviews in general, which they have done a much better job with uh, over the past several months. It's weird when you try to have a baby face go to the ring and just unprovoked say, this is why I have a problem with this guy. Because they kind of seem like a crybaby when they do that. If, if they're out there whining and bitching about something that happened a week ago or two weeks ago, unprovoked, like they're just here to take up your time. That's unusual. It's okay to have a Renee Young out there. Gene Oakland did it for years and made it work. He would say, hey, Hulk, what do you think about the time that uh, – what do you think about the Iron Sheik showing up and slapping your mom across the face or whatever? And Hulk Hogan's like, well, let me tell you what I think about it. And he would address it, and it made it work so much better. It would be so much cleaner if Charlie Caruso's in the ring and says, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt showed up and interfered in your match last week. Uh, that had to catch you off guard, but how do you feel a week later? He was prompted – to to go off on this tangent. It wasn't like he just went out there to take up your time and do it. The interviewer, the journalist who was assigned to handle this, 
asked him the question. That's that's the way you set it up, almost like a press conference atmosphere, which is how a lot of people in other sports get over. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this. This is just a, a bit of a mini, mini fightful books that I've done one in the past about Aiden English and how I would make him Aiden English Guerrero. We saw Mike Bennett Tanellis kind of come in and get that spot. I also did one about how I would book the Goldberg Brock Lesnar rematch, which was pretty similar to that. So looking okay so far. It's not looking like a complete mess. Sometimes I do members only podcasts for Fightful. I'll have a guest and I'll talk about one of my old journalism jobs, how it started, what it was like, what my duties entailed, how it ended. I'll be doing some more of those in the future as well. Head over to our Fightful forums. I want you all to use those, uh, use them and love them. You can talk wrestling, MMA, boxing, movies, TV, music, soon sports, anything that your heart desires. uh, We welcome you to Join Fightful.com absolutely free and do as well. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a thumbs up and a like. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, really any podcast platform you can find. And visit Fightful.com. We've got a little bit of something every single day that you all will not see at any other wrestling website. We break stories all the time. We have exclusives all the time across MMA, pro wrestling, and boxing, we have live coverage, live discussion uh, with other fans and friends, stuff like that. And, of course, all of our podcasts, which is really the heart of the website. But we are, I th- in my opinion, award-winning, by the way, not an opinion, absolutely true, uh, as best news site for the Sheeties last year. But uh, give it a try. Maybe you haven't ever visited Fightful.com. You only visit us for the podcast. Give Fightful.com as a website a try. We like to bring you the lighter side of wrestling and MMA as well as plenty of interviews, photos, videos, uh, lots of stuff there. But thank you so much. I hope you all enjoyed this. Send me your feedback over on the Fightful forums. Uh, Until next time, we're out. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.